Hi, everyone. Welcome to our Survivor Pod. Alan Crone. Leanne Taylor. Dave Davis. Oh, it is our fourth podcast. We love Survivor, and we are so excited that you're here with our uh, Survivor Pod. News on 6. That's the TV station, 6 in the morning. That's what we do. That's right. And we love Survivor. Alan and I have been fans since the very beginning. Dave, I know off and on you have watched over the years, but once you found out Winners at War was all these former contestants, the former winners coming together, you were in. Yeah, and I talked to my wife, Amanda, and I just said, do you want to watch this again? Like, you want to start? Because we both watched back in the day, and it's like, yes. Like, there was no hesitation, and we have not been disappointed. And even you all, longtime viewers, you're saying you're loving this season as viewers who have seen, you know, 30-plus seasons. I, I've never had a problem with any of I know, Leanne, at one point, you were kind of disappointed a couple of years yeah. ago or whatever. But right. I, I've, I've been okay with it. Now, I really like this year so far. Mm. I don't necessarily think this past uh, episode that we're going to discuss was was just spectacular. I thought it was pretty good. I had good points. I had bad points. But right. we'll get into it here. Yeah, well, let's talk a little bit about it because it was a an episode that started out with, once again, some emotion. Yes, Yule is talking about Jonathan Penner, his friend from Cook Islands, the season uh, back in 2006. And Yule said Jonathan um, and his wife are, are really kind of struggling financially and emotionally because she has a very severe form, very advanced form of ALS. And Yule gets very emotional about it. And he says, you know, there are constantly caregivers at his house. I know it's a financial strain on this family. And Yule says, I'm doing this basically, and you may have written down the exact words, but I'm doing this so people hold out hope and keep hoping that there will be a cure someday. And then they later showed a PSA of Jonathan Penner and his wife. Right. And it's just, it was, it was heartbreaking. It's very, yeah, this is yeah, Lou Gehrig's disease, right. which we We're very know, familiar with it. Right. Cause Coach Trimble mm-hmm. passed away this past year. And so it is one of those diseases that really becomes incredibly debilitating. And as we found out with Stacy, his wife, um, they're, she, the only thing she can move are her eyes and mm. to see Jonathan and Stacy there together. And remember Jonathan back on Cook Island. I really liked him. I, I thought he was a great, fun player and he and Yule were tight. And so anyway, it was one of those moments that you kind of step out of the game and you realize that life is going on sure. and there are people that are dealing with real issues. And, you know, ultimately the survivor of, of that family, they're trying to to help her. You know, sometimes when you're watching this program and, of course, reality TV, people have all sorts of different opinions. Uh, you know, are they playing it up for the camera or whatever? So the, this emotion was very real and raw. But at the same time, I think you will realize, you know, I have a platform right now. Right. Mm. And I can in my way, make a difference. You know, he said that he's playing for something bigger. Could it be that if he wins Survivor, he's going to take part of this, half of this, and give it to the ALS Foundation? I don't know. But he said he's playing for something bigger. So I love that. Well, it was a fun night, too, from the standpoint of, you know, I love merges, I love switches, I love changes, and, man, we mixed it up in a hurry. Yeah, they had to. They had to do something, right? So uh, I was hoping that it wasn't just a switch with two tribes. So we really? did get three. Did you? So you maybe saw a multi-tribal split? Did no, you I see didn't. something I, like I this? I thought it was just going to be two, but I was hoping for a three so that that way it would split it up even more because just taking the rocks and putting them out there differently, it'll change a little bit. But when yeah. you do three tribes with all these different players, yeah. I mean, all of a sudden you've got three on two potential Four on one. I mean, the odds of of 
Everybody, how it all plays you know, out. The same tribe is just but five not is very such good. a small number. I love it. Goodness. I know, I do too. But yeah. it scared me because I'm thinking, what is going to happen, and who's going to go where? And sure. you know, this is, I think, the the fun part of watching Survivor. You kind of get lulled into who is an alliance, who you're going to root for, and then all of a sudden. You flip, and it changes the dynamics significantly. Realize very quickly, now we've got three sets of five. I'm like, Sandra's going to have to finally play, boys. Sandra has got to play you this would time. I think so, but <laughs> maybe not. Big time. <laughs> Just for folks, maybe you didn't see it or you forget, because there's three tribes now, 15 players it left at this complicated, point. complicated. Right? Let's do a review. So, okay. Sele, the blue tribe, the new blue tribe is now Parvati, Nick. Michelle and Wendell, who used to date. That's going to be interesting. And Yule. And apparently there was some bad, bad blood. It didn't end well, according to Michelle. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. DeCall, red team, we've got Tony, Jeremy, that's Leanne's pick, Sandra, my pick, Kim, mm-hmm. and Denise Stapley, who has an immunity idol. And now Yara for the green team, Rob, Sarah, Ben, Sophie, and Adam, Adam, mm-hmm. who really had a rough episode here recently last week, and we'll, well talk about that too because he well, made a comeback. <laughs> and we can talk a little bit about Yara because this is a brand new tribe. And I, I looked at my husband and I was like, "Oh, you have to go back. You have to go to a new beach. You don't know what you're going to see. You don't know what the shelter looks like. You don't know what the whole surroundings are. And you're walk. You're basically, I believe, it's a reboot. You're starting from day one again." Um, you do have these these relationships, though, and obviously Rob and Adam and Ben have not been a cohesive unit. Mm-hmm. They have all backstabbed each other in those first few episodes. And now, as we know in Survivor, it is all about the numbers. Can these three guys stay together to knock off either Sarah or, or Sophie should they end up going to tribal, which, as we find out, we do. Listen, I was not shocked at all that when we started with this, this new tribe, the first things that we kind of hear and see Rob is interrogating everybody. Right? Okay. Mm. Who voted Amber? Yeah. Who voted Amber? Was Tyson in the middle of this? You know, I mean, he's taking names. Oh, and Sarah did a great job. Oh, yeah. I mean, she, po- she I mean, even if she might have had anything to do with it, she completely said, oh, that was all Tyson. Sure, yeah. right. What's the yeah. harm of voting on someone? What's the harm on placing blame <laughs> on someone? Edge of extinction. And Tyson, he's gone. Yeah, he, it was yeah. him. All him. They can't defend themselves, right? So that was good. Um, so now we go to this challenge. We can talk about that. Let's talk about, before we do the challenge, let's go back to the, the, the merge again with the uh, the with Wendell, Wendell. and Michelle okay. blue team. Okay, so Wendell and Michelle. Last week, Dave, you had mentioned that yeah. they're right at the end. We had a little teaser for the for the promo. Hey, next week on Survivor, Michelle's talking I'm stuck about with my boyfriend. My boyfriend, and we're like trying to surmise. Well, is that just something she just threw out there, like a friend of hers, or if it's truly her boyfriend? Finds out that it really was. Yeah, and he's he calls it. They kicked it together. <laughs> So right, I, yes. I don't know the extent of the relationship. She, I think she called it a brief relationship, but basically they figured it out online. Uh, online Survivor fans, they will figure it out within minutes because they're just that smart and that into it. But what happened was, I don't know what you guys thought, but I didn't think it was awkward at first. I thought, oh, they're fine. Like they're kind of teasing around with each other, smiling, oh, winking. No. It and changed. it took a turn within that five minutes that they cut to the blue tribe where she said, he hurt me. He betrayed me. And I was like, oh, okay. This didn't end well. No, it didn't. I think this is oh going to be really an interesting dynamic to see how this this plays out. I thought it was pretty interesting. As soon as we started to see that more from a standpoint of the gameplay, and especially, you know, uh, the producers are showing you Wendell talking, his personality changed. 
I mean, it, it? it was like, oh, yeah. something went on here. And he might be the one to blame uh, because Michelle said, you know, she's not going to get burned by Wendell again. again. What was the line she said, though? Was new game who dis or something yeah, like that? Uh, <laughs> new, new game who dis. And he's trying to, like, text me you up. And I'm saying uh, new season who dis was her comeback. That made me laugh. Which was super quick and smart. But again, Wendell, you're, you're a winner. You were fa- one of your favorites, of, yeah, Alan. Yeah. The top three. And this is going, do you think this could affect his game? And this could really throw him off? Because he's been so strong. Wendell has been so strong up to sure. this point. Well, and so when I'm watching this and I'm seeing all this dynamic play back before them, I mean, back and forth between them, I'm going, hmm, obviously they have some issues, but could they come together, uh, not as a power couple, mm-hmm. but as a survivor team? Right. Because people aren't expecting it. They're maybe. not expecting it. Mm-hmm. And if they do know there's a history with them and they do know that it's bad, that it ended bad. Right. They're not going to immediately try to separate them again because they think, well, they don't really like each other. They don't get along. So yeah. what's the harm of keeping them together? And they could work under the radar there for a while. I don't know. That's well, a smart. I didn't think about that. We'll but that's, an, that's a very that would be a very effective way for them to play the game, which is why they're there. Uh, the relationship obviously is yeah. passed. And, you know, you got to move forward. You got to sure. you got to play the game that's in front of you. Yeah. And that's very what smart. they did. Yeah. OK, so we'll we go. See. Shall we go now to the to the immunity yeah, they cut Count. to the challenge, and here, you know, it's real because they've got the green track set up. We've seen the red and blue tracks on the obstacle course, but now you've got the green, I believe, right there in the middle. And it's like, okay, this tribe split, they're ready for it, and they've prepared it. Basically, what you're trying to do is you're trying to get over a, you're trying to climb up a ropes course and tumble down, get to a staging area where it's like a, a pitcher's uh, uh, speed clocker. At the spit, you're trying to throw a bag to knock off four blocks, and you use those gigantic four blocks to do a puzzle where neither of the four sides can be the same color. You have to stack up all different colors on each four sides, very a Rubik's Cube-like. Well, and Yara, the green team, Opposite the Rubik's newest Cube. team, mm-hmm. they they had a good lead. Right I mean, bat. they were they were ahead of the game. I was a little surprised. I was watching my – I always keep an eye on my, the one, my favorites. And Jeremy, who is a firefighter, and he is on the new decal – he was struggling getting yeah. up the rope. And right. I was like, dude, what is up? And so watching them, of course, Sandra had to play, and that team, they had to really carry her to that point. And to literally push her up. Right? I mean, that was one of the first shots as they were pushing her above. I thought Wendell, Michelle, Yule, Parvati, Nick, the new Sela team, I thought they did great. They seemed to really work together well. But knowing that Yara was so far ahead, do you settle in and think you got it? Because when they came to that final matching of the puzzle – my husband was like, is that luck? I mean, can you, is it skill? Can you actually see? And then when they just, the other teams came up and started just putting those blocks together and they just, they almost like it was magic, I sure, thought. Yeah, it just, yes. Sometimes it just works. I think it's luck. I think there's I, a part of it. Yeah. You can't, you know, if you get them in the right position at the beginning. And then, of course, you know, this is terrible, but I, I, I don't like cheaters. I really don't. But I know that when this is a game... You look over there and and see what's going on. Take a peek. So what do they do? They have to start all over. Yeah. (laughs) Pull it all down. Sophie and Adam, you were feeling it. You just can feel... I use sports analogies a lot, but you can feel when the game's slipping away. When you're watching the game, I've seen a lot of Thunder games, unfortunately, (laughs) where you've seen it slip away. And they could feel it. Adam and Sophie, you thought maybe they were in the right position. Even though Rob had done really well in the last puzzle challenge, he did, you know... I would completely ass- stayed out. I, I would assume he took himself out of the puzzle. So Yara goes and basically starts all over. 
the red tribe, Dekel now is coming back. Right. You know, it's like, could it be another big comeback? Oh, all of a sudden, the blue man. tribe, win. they win immunity. So it's three teams. Got to have somebody else win. So, you know, here we go. It, it looks like that Yara is not going to do it. They should have, but they failed. And now they're going to tribal. And to me, I've always, for years and years and years, I've done this. If, um, if the challenge is before the bottom of the hour, all right, or if it's the first part of the program, if that's the challenge, if that's the immunity challenge, then you know the entire rest of the program. It is big time gameplay. Right. So the challenge last night was before basically the half hour split, the commercial break, and it's like, oh well, there's going to be a lot of talking going on, which really there wasn't a lot of talking because of Rob. Exactly. So you know, Rob has a style of play. And he's played so many times, and contestants and viewers who have watched know his little shenanigans. They know about the buddy system. You know, the way you keep players in check is, you know, through intimidation, through conversation. And what he and Ben and Adam did, they they wander off to the well. And, and Rob's like, look, dude, we've got the numbers. And Survivor is a game of numbers. And we can pick them off, but we've got to stay together. And I told you guys, I posted this on my Instagram page. I'm watching intently eyes. I'm watching body language. And all of a sudden, I notice Ben, who's holding a torch or something. A stick or whatever. He's got his fingers crossed while he's (laughs) having a conversation. Like he's in grade school. This was right when they shook on it. I will not write your name down. Robin Adam shake. Oh, I will not write your name down. Oh, ben and Adam is like, uh, this doesn't feel right. And also, we talked about the editing in the show, right? You remember at the very end of the challenge, Rob says, yeah, we lost, but paraphrasing here, I'm not upset about it because we have numbers. Rob, okay. as opposed to yeah. two weeks ago, this time he literally did not care that they lost the challenge. He was so confident, and we've seen confidence take people down. It took down Tyson, so confident, and Rob, extremely confident. Yeah, you knew when he made that statement. Again, he's just sending a message. You've seen it year after year, episode after episode. When you know somebody's saying like that, oh, guess what? That's not going to happen. Talking big. Yeah, he's talking big. Would you have, if you were in that setting, though, because what happened is they, they end up making this promise. The guys make a pact. But then Rob's like, we have got to stay in camp together. Nobody can leave. Nobody can go off. That will prove to each other that we're going to stick together. Mm-hmm. So you're the girls. You come back. And I'm trying to figure out, it's like, at what, I mean, I think if I were Sarah or Sophie, I'd have been like, hey, let's go. One of you guys, and, and kind of confront them there. Well, I think that's mm-hmm. the allure. That's the power that Rob has on people. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's that's the you bigger know, than I, life. I used the term Godfather status last week, and it's kind of like he's the Godfather of Survivor. You don't want to cross him because you're you're kind of afraid of this. I mean, you got all these players that are million dollar winners of this game, but Rob, Parvati, Sandra, they're at a different level because of their publicity, because of who Notoriety. Survivor basically has made them out to be. Sure. So oh, yeah. they're you know I think there's a little intimidation going on there. But I'm telling you, when Rob started doing this. You know, I take notes throughout the program so I, because I can't recall half of it anyway. Uh, but I'm going, you know what? He's making rookie mistakes. Ooh. Rookie mistakes to trying to tell all of these winners, this is how we're going to do it. Right. And I'm going, uh, you have just signed your letter back over to, you know. To edge Exxon. of Extinction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, we saw no Edge of Extinction whatsoever. Tyson, the newest member of the Extinction Island that was not in this episode at all. Were you surprised that we didn't cut back to Edge of Extinction? 
I was because I wanted to know what was going on. I like a, just a here, here's the reaction. Here's what's going the because that helps us gauge, you know, who who there is is getting along. We saw such an emotional time last week with Ethan having to do that challenge on Edge of Extinction and how the team kind of all came together for him. Um, but I also know that we had the swap. We had there was a there was a you know you can only get so much in an hour and mm. or less than an hour and so I, I I understood it but yeah I was I was a little bit disappointed. It, I, well, I mentioned this earlier during the program the six in the morning television program uh, in the commercial break and you need to be watching that by the way yeah our jobs <laughs> uh, yeah yeah um, I thought I always look at the bottom of the screen on the segments so the very first part of this started with day twelve. And then the last thing that I remember was day 14. I don't remember anything labeled on the screen as day 13. Hmm. So there might have been a whole day going on with lots of talk and lots of things happening we just didn't know anything about. So obviously there were lots of things going on on the island. For whatever reason, producers say that's not what we're going to focus on. We're going to focus on this. Also, after we get through with the challenge, um, even really through the first part of the program, you have very little red team. You have very little DeCall. You have very little Sandra. You have very little... You know, anything that's going on with them at all. So, you know, they're coming up next week, all right? right? Because she's got to be involved in this somehow. That's going to happen next week. A lot of green team, even before the challenge, because you remember when the green team got together, what's the first thing they started doing? Looking for idols. Everybody goes off. Rob is desperately trying to find an idol, as we found out. He needed something. He needed something because he knew he was a target. And Sophie goes and finds the idol, gives the half to Sarah and takes it back. So now she and Denise have done the exact same thing. They've given the half, right. and then they've taken it back. So Kim and Denise, or uh, Denise and uh, Sophie, have a full idol. And Sarah also has the still a vote mm-hmm. uh, idol so these are deal two, or whatever. Two advantages mm-hmm. that the girls have, and I think they they realize that, yeah. and that's why. And and I don't know. I know we Dave Dave had a little dis- difficulty with his TV last night, yeah. but there was a spot where as they're getting ready to go to tribal, we finally they've been they've been sequestered, if you will, at, around camp. Nobody's had a conversation with anybody. Um, you saw they showed the shot of of Ben, and he mouths. The word Rob, you know, and and you hear Sophie's com- having a conversation about how, you know, we didn't talk. I'm having to go right. on body language. I haven't gone off a wink or a nod or, you know, that nonverbal that's going to let me know. Do I stick with this? I think they had a feel. I really do. I think you've got Rob who's sure. arrogant. I mean, and he's a great player. I, I, I he's a, He was one that I had on my, my five draft um, because he's kind of like the Tom Brady. He's somebody that scraps. He'll scrap whatever he does. He'll say whatever he does to get to the top. But I think they all said this is, you felt this is an opportunity to knock off a big dog and then we we can sit pretty i also Mm -hmm. thought at the same time while we were watching them just hanging around camp talking about cookies or well (laughs) or the state fair fair food or or whatever (laughs) in the back of my mind also i was like well i know that they've got the split idol i know they've got the still a vote i mean they're they're good to go if they want to play those Mm -hmm. they're good to go at this point they, they can get one. They're safe for that tribal council, regardless of what happens, at least the way that I look at it, if they felt like they needed to do that. Right. But there is that factor that, and I know that this is the ba- the delicate balance as a player, I'm sure. You have an advantage. The key is when you play it. And the, and, and so many times you want to hold it to the very last second the, sure. when you really need it. You're right at the edge of the cliff. 
and and the thing is, is sometimes you go over the cliff still holding it in your pocket. Right, so, and that's happened you know, many times on Survivor. It has, right? and Who that's wants to be me... a millionaire? Don't use your phone or friend too early. There's 14 <laughs> players left in the game. I think they would have been up a creek, Sarah and Sophie, if had they would they have had it? to use that. Mm-hmm. You don't want to use it, I don't think, with 14 players left in the game. Yeah. You do not want to do that. Yeah. So that so, was big for them. So we see we see uh, Ben mouth the word Rob. We're off to tribal council. And I, you know, I adore Jeff Probst because he's so engaged in the game. He asks the right questions. He pokes the bear. Can you imagine anybody else doing no, this job? No. I mean, seriously. Uh-uh. I can't. And I think, you know, that's the advantage. That's what he knows. He, he is. He is. Survivor. I yeah. think he is too. I just, I'm just Joe Rogan popped into my head, but no, that that might not, not go well. He, <laughs> he might, he might go a, off the rails. That's a different podcast altogether. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, well, in this tribal, I was really trying to figure out the vote because did you all have a feeling that it was going to be unanimous, Rob, when it was starting and Jeff was poking the bear? Did you what? At what point did you know that Rob was going to get voted off, or did you know? I I thought there was there was something that Ben said. Again, it's a lot of nonverbals, and of course, I know they edit it, and you're seeing reaction maybe to something completely different. But the way I read it, I read Ben. I I thought I know Ben's on this. Um, I never know about Adam. He's a little squirrely. See, I thought Adam was on it. Oh, and really? Maybe ben ben was wasn't it? really. Okay. And the girls were, you know, I, I, it was hard to read the girls because they're holding hands, and, and I'm going. <laughs> You girls are good. Yeah. You girls are good. You're in control. But, you know, maybe that's all about it because, and, of course, they only show, they didn't show all the votes. Right. Right then they reveal, Rob, you're voted out. There's still one left. So, Mm. you know, as a player, you could always say, well, that last vote, I voted for somebody else. You know what I thought? I, You know, every time this happens, I'm thinking. At, you know, Adam, if you did vote for Rob, Adam, you need to go look at Rob and just go, oh, yeah, what? Right. You know, and yes, a, at least make to it. make that perception for as long as you can take it yeah. until it comes back to bite you. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at the votes and I'm thinking what I, what I thought would happen was I, I posed the question to you guys what you thought I thought would happen was that Sarah would steal a vote. I did think the guys would try to go for the girls and Sarah would steal a vote and it would be 3-2 Rob because Sarah would vote for Rob twice. And I, till the this morning, Leanne, when we watched that YouTube video of the final votes, because they posted on YouTube, you can see what everybody voted. Um, I was surprised. I thought Sarah used the steal a vote and they just didn't show it. I thought that was maybe within the rules that she could use it covertly yeah. without anybody knowing. Yeah, I, think I thought ha- that's what happened. Yeah, I- I but think they not. would show that. You know, they that, usually let the viewers know yeah, that. That's, that's the, kind of the cool part about it. Right, because like, yes, we're it in happened. on it. Right, yeah, we're yeah. on it. Because usually they'll go to the the, the voting area, and okay. if, if they've been robbed of a vote, they just kind of stand there. If they get to you know to write another name down, oh. you'll see them do that. And and that's been something new. I mean, and think about it, Rob, some of these players never had these advantages right. when they were playing the some game. Some of these players didn't even have cell phones or iPhones when they played the game. Tell Can me you imagine it. that? Well, Ethan's on season yeah, three. Exactly. I mean, that I mean, things have, things have really changed. So I also, I, I thought maybe this tribal council would have been the council that it would have been the new survivor blow up. You know how they just blow up uh, tribal council and just start throwing darts at each other left and right? And I thought if, if, if it's going to happen, it would happen during this tribal with the girls. They have nothing. If they felt like that they were on the outs and they felt like they were not going to use their idols or their syllabote, then they could blow it up and try to get Adam and Ben, you know, jump ship. But obviously, they they already place. knew. They yeah, already knew. I think walking in, they already knew. And again, so many times we don't get to see 
that those minutes leading up to it. And, and I, I think, I do believe that there's a vibe. I think you, there's that sense. You guys, we've been in places you're just like, you know that one person that's not fitting in and you're just kind of like, okay, we're just going to bide our time. Yeah, you've got and this then, discernment, yes. this perception, whatever it is. Yeah. Nonverbal, yeah. it's the wink, like all <laughs> capitals. Like Sophie said, it's the wink. Yeah, and, and I think could, that's exactly what she was talking and about. it could have been that there was some communication that took place that we didn't know anything about. Yeah, that's you know, true, too. It's a possibility. So the preview for next week showed Edge of Extinction, mm-hmm. Tyson, Rob shows up. I'm I'm excited. I bet you, like you said earlier in this podcast, there will be a lot of Edge of Extinction next week because be. you know you've got Rob and Amber reunited. Oh, that's you've nice. got a lot of stuff that you're going to have to yeah. process. And I'm still really curious about the fire tokens because you know as as Rob was leaving, he left his to Parvati, and I I need to and I'll do this um, in coming podcasts. Because you don't know the number right off bat, do you? No, I mean, I don't know if you can use them to get back in the game off Extinction. And can you use them to buy an idol? Amanda, ask me that. Can you use them to buy an immunity idol? I don't recall. Not yet. Well, we don't know. Yeah. They showed remember, a price list. That right. one sure. episode, they showed a price list of stuff like a tarp and coffee. I don't remember seeing other things on there. But I don't that remember. list, though, was on Extinction, wasn't it? I believe so. But, okay. But at the bottom of that list, could there be... Idol. Buy your way, buy your way back in the game. Yeah, could it be? And we're just shooting from the hip here, okay? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, fire token for a tarp, a fire token for you know food, whatever, whatever. And you get to the very bottom, and it says you got to have seven fire tokens right. to buy your way back in the game, or eight. I don't know. We're just making that up. All of a sudden, you look at um, Natalie, Natalie, who is you know Miss Banker over there, and she's just pulling these tokens in left and right, and it makes a really big deal. Then at this point. Who knows? Maybe maybe at the very end of the game, the producer's going to go, you know, these are such great players. We're not going to have just one. We're going to have two. Maybe you're going to have three coming back. Mm-hmm. Surely it will be different than it was the last couple of games Yeah, here. I think it'll be a big swing. I think it'll be. be a shocker. Right. I think we'll all be like, what? what? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I am. I, I do want to try to keep a running tab because you have those that are being sent to Extinction have to give the token their token, their personal token, to somebody, somebody that's else. still in the game. Right. They can't be on Edge of Extinction. The Edge of Extinction tokens come from a whole different um, dynamic. So right, so I'm yeah. always like, okay, so I think I know Parvati has a couple. I know Jeremy. Nick and Jeremy. So there are those who have them that are still in the game. <laughs> you mentioned Nick and Parvati. Let's go oh, back. Yeah. Why I was going to bring this up if you weren't. Nick, Nick, what are you doing? I mean, I, Parvati's like, oh, that was awkward. You know, perfect cut on the editing. Just like, yeah, uh huh, wow, that's right. cool. Oh, yeah. This is yeah, Nick, Yikes. I don't know if you should have um, spilled the beans. That is she going to play that? As you is were going to play high that school. Yeah, now that you were, you know, had a crush on her. So yeah, I I think that's very. <clears throat> we'll we'll see yes. how that plays out. The other question that I had for for both of you was: there someone who won the week, a player who was the winner of the week, who had the week that they needed to have a player. What do you think? I thought Wendell did great. I thought he, that's, he's kind of that one that my eye goes to every once in a while. You know, he's the one that built the, the, the shelter. He comes to the new place and immediately, you know, they're like, hey, let's get this in together. You know, because it, it was disheveled, really. And then, Rough. but I thought he, I thought he really did well in the challenge, hitting a bunch of blocks off. I thought Ben did a really good job knocking mm. the blocks off. You know, some of the car- some of the cast are just kind of under the radar. They're like, Denise, I don't really pay that much attention. Kim this week, I didn't think have a really, but again, it's all, a lot of how it's edited and put together on, on air. 
That's a good question. I think Yule had a good uh, week from a standpoint of his tribe and dynamics because it was very obvious that people were drawn to what he was talking about, what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, from just a gameplay, you know, from maybe a strong player. I, I don't know. I don't know if anybody really stood out one way or the other, at least at this point. I look at it this way. If you're still on the game, you're still a big, strong player at this mm-hmm. point. And even those people that are under the radar, you want to be under the radar just a little bit until the very end you start to bubble up. You have to make those moves underneath it, though, to show people that you have a resume, right? Right. Yeah, I think Adam had a great week. For me, the winner of the week was Adam because he was on the verge of an extinction. Basically, he was the rat who was playing both sides. We saw him kind of groveling on his knees. Hey, can I get you guys some water? Can I bring you some food? Can I help you? And he was on his knees. The tribe switched. He participates in the Rob coup, and then the preview for next week, he says, ding dong, the witch is dead. Adam is back. There's no more Mr. Meek and Mild. Oh, poor me, Adam. I think Adam is back in a big way, and he's super dangerous. Do you think anybody, would you have picked anybody else, right? So we had, just for folks listening to the podcast, we picked our top three at the beginning of this. Uh, is there anybody else bubbling up that it's like, ah, I should have picked that person? Well, I had I had Adam in my mix at one point, but I think his I think he's young and I think that there will be that part of him that might you know there's a little bit of maturity that needs to come with that I'm still I'm still loving my picks and I'm I'm solid I'm good Jeremy I wish I would have picked Jeremy after watching Leanne's picks and you know she picks you know Sarah and Jeremy um and Boston Rob and I thought oh boy I love Jeremy I love every second of Jeremy he is so calm he is so cool and collected he makes the George and Wheezy joke we're moving on up I mean <laughs> he's that. just That's in great. his element and he is a super strong player very smart and he's not going to tip his hand to anybody we've seen him at tribal already where he wasn't telling anybody anything yeah I had Wendell Michelle and Sarah and uh, right underneath that bottom, I, my, the two other people that kind of bubbled up, Nick would have been there, but also Yule. So if I, you know, second guess anything, it would be, yeah, maybe Yule should have been up in there. But I'm still very comfortable with what I got, especially I still think Michelle is just playing right under the radar when she needs to be and then right on top of it when she needs to be. And I'm really looking forward to this uh, Michelle Wendell type thing, how it's going to play out. One other quick note before we, we bid you farewell. I also read early this morning, CBS production on Survivor 41 is being delayed. Right. Oh, yeah, my. Be- because of the virus. Yeah, so, not a surprise. Yeah, there. that was scheduled to begin on May the 19th uh, in Fiji. And then uh, so far... Still, 42 is in the works as well. So okay. we've got a couple more seasons, more seasons coming on here. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah. Well, I will tell you, next week's spring break. So I will be off next week. I think you might have a guest. Yeah, we're going to work on getting uh, Matt Archibald, our, our survivor fan extraordinaire. He works in our IT department, and he's seen every season, essentially Multiple every episode. <laughs> and uh, he may or may not be here, but we're working on getting Matt back in. He was here with us two episodes ago, and he's a treasure trove. He's the encyclopedia of Survivor well, at work. I'm actually going to have a little survivor watch party for Aww. my yeah i mean i would invite you guys but i know that you go to bed right at 802 oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, but i will send in some notes and i'll that way you can at least you know if, oh, if yeah. something dramatic happens or you know i'm excited to see the tokens i think that that's that one element i really do look forward to wednesdays now i, I mean before it was Okay, okay, whatever. But now we started, you know, started about 7.15 because we have a DVR. I zip right through it. I'm in bed by 8.02. But mm. I love the show. I, In fact, we had a, a little fire pit fire last night. And I'm just out there thinking to myself, the what ifs. 
if you were on Survivor, you know, sleeping in the on the sand, and and uh, did you see that there was one little critter that cre- that was creepy? And Andy and I looked at each other like, what in the world was that? You guys will have to go back and look at it. It was, it was, it was. I was like, I've never seen you anything know, like that. I've before. always thought those little critter drop ids are signals that producers are using. It's like something's s- coming. Somebody's a snake. Somebody's <laughs> sure. a critter. The, spi- the spider. Somebody's leaving. getting ready to bite you. Somebody's yeah. a mockingbird. Yeah, Somebody's exactly. chatting up there. Maybe I'm just you <laughs> next know, week, folks. That. According yep. to IMDb, episode six is called "Quick on the Draw." What Ooh. does that mean? "Quick on the Draw" play- playing March 18th on CBS, eight Eastern, seven o'clock central our time that's right yeah we sure appreciate you listening tell your friends about the uh, six in the morning news on six survivor <laughs>